You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, guys? Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. And today, I have a fire episode for you guys, especially my sure to benchers out there. Some love for the sure to benchers here today. I want to discuss a topic that may even be something that you never even heard of before, uh, that I know if you are a sure to bencher, this is going to be an absolute, complete game changer. I am so fired up about this episode because I know this is going to be huge for you guys. So, listen in. When it comes to sure to benching, the biggest struggle most have is touching the bar to their chest. And doing so in a fashion in which is controlled, is stable, and is forceful. That is the hardest part of sure to benching is nailing that down. Now, something that I think is a huge limiter for some is boards. And sure to benching and boards, they go hand in hand. You research any programming for sure to benching and you see a lot of board work. And this podcast isn't to say that boards are bad because... Athletes in which I know are fundamentally sound in their sure to benching, athletes who I know have a a lot of experience, I'm totally confident in using boards with those types of athletes. And in fact, I think there is definitely huge value to using the boards. All right, so I'm not completely team no board here. All right, I'm not saying boards are bad. What I'm saying is for the vast majority of athletes, I think boards can be something that really holds you back from your potential. Because when we have a board placed on our chest and we are in a shirt and we are trying to hit that board, it just becomes the act of trying to hit that board and get the press in, right? Obviously, we're using more weight because it's a partial range of motion. We're just, we're ending up touching the board any way possible because it's not a long way to travel. And then we throw the bar back and there's no real need for good technique because we can get away with so much. We're just, we're tapping that board. We're still in the tension of the shirt and it's, it's popping us back and it feels awesome. We had a lot of weight in our hands, but the problem is we take away that board and it's completely not replicable down to chest. Uh, We aren't able to replicate that same success coming down because the technique changes. The objective changes. Alright, so it's just like a raw bencher who, if they're conditioned to barreling off their chest, bouncing the shit out of a bar, and you have them hold the bar just above their chest, they really, really struggle with that. With a shirt of bencher, you take away boards when someone isn't having good technique down to the board, they really struggle with that. You know, you go from a two board down to chest, it feels like huge ass way down all right feels like you were traveling a long way and it doesn't feel good and you're not getting a good throw off your chest that's because the boards are holding you back all right the objective changes and what 
equip lifters in general need to understand is don't force things. Don't force touches. Don't force depth. Don't try to force yourself to do something. All right, the weight is going to take you as far as the weight's going to take you through good technique. All right, if you have good technique, sometimes you just need more weight to get down or you need to have more patience. All right, it's when we try to force things. We get frustrated, we get impatient because we're down there forever and then we're not getting the touch and we force things and that's when we dump touch. That's when we do dumb things that we fall out of groove and the bar dumps on us because we're not patient enough. We really need to slow things down when we're in the equipment. And that's one of the things I personally love about being in a shirt is it slows things down. It slows things down with a shit ton of weight in your hands. It's tough. There's a lot of pressure built up in your head. You are feeling every little movement you make. You are feeling the, the weight of the bar, where it's dispersed as you're coming down. There's so many cool nuances there that I just I love doing myself in training. That's why I love shirted benching. I love equipped lifting. I have no desire to really compete raw. Just no desire. It's just not fun to me. But that'd be a whole other podcast in itself. All right. Getting back to the point here. When we are forced to travel through a full range with the bench shirt, all right, we have a different goal. We have a different concept. We're trying to stay in the tension of the shirt. We're trying to stay in a place in which we feel like we can powerfully throw back. All right, we need to keep good positioning. Versus a board, very easy to just dump position, throw it back, and be successful. All right, because we're hitting the board. We're lending too much of the, the weight and tension to the board versus actually being in the shirt itself. All right, so this is what I encourage you guys to do. I don't know if you ever heard of the concept of floating reps. All right, floating reps, what that means is we're, we're going without boards, but our intention isn't necessarily to touch chest. Okay, we're not putting that, that pressure on ourselves to actually have to touch. Okay, it's just training. It's not a meet. So it's almost like we have a board objective. Like maybe we're trying to take this weight to a two board height or a one board height, but we aren't actually placing a board there. Okay, so usually this is a good thing to run through in your warmups. For example, you get this shirt on early. Let's say you're a 500 pound bench presser in a shirt. All right, if you put a shirt on at 225, what do you think is going to happen? Not much. Not much is going to happen. You're going to take that weight out and you're just going to be like, all right, what do I do with that now? Because it's not going to be enough weight to even cause separation in the shirt to even start to get down. But but why that is hugely valuable and why I do encourage you get in the shirt earlier than you typically have been doing. Take these really light warm-ups and just work on pulling the bar down through a good groove. Because when you are forced to actually have to pull the bar down, playing offense versus being defensive, that allows you to really get in tune with what you're trying to do with your positioning, what you're trying to do with your back at different points in the range. And you're, you're able to practice technique versus if you have so much weight, you're on the defense, you're just trying to survive. Uh, we want to play on the offense. We want to learn and practice technique on the offense, not the defense. 
All right, very important concept to understand there. That's what floating weights does for us. When we ditch the board, we're not allowing ourselves to get into shitty motor patterns here in which we're dumping the weight. We're, we're not focused on our tension. You're just trying to hit the weight or hit the, the board as the end goal and throw it up from there. Now, we are focused on keeping in the tension of the shirt, allowing that weight to really take us where we're going to go. All right, we're practicing our technique around the weight. All right, if we get down there and we're pulling, 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 we start to tuck, 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 and we just kind of hit a roadblock. We can't get that touch. We're being patient. We're waiting on it, and it doesn't do anything. That's okay. That's the concept of floating weight. We get to that target. We get to wherever the weight allows us, and then we know, all right, I just need a little bit more weight. It's important when you go into a meet that you know at a certain body weight what type of weight you need in order to get a confident touch. You need to know that. You must go into a meet knowing where, what weight you need to confidently touch. When I am designing my athlete's programming, when I am prepping my athletes for a meet, the main goal before we even think about what type of third attempt weights we can get we need to securely understand what weight we need to be able to to get down to touch like we need to know what's going on the bar to confidently get that opener all right it can't be too heavy it can't be too light or we're going to struggle it needs to be that's the number guys if anything going into a meet you need to know that number at this body weight this is going to be an optimal opener for me because the opener is by far the most difficult lift because you need enough weight to get down, but you don't want too much weight in which you're just playing defense and it's too heavy. So with that being said, going back to it, do floating reps in your training. Just ditch the board. Don't have expectations of having to touch your chest. You know, if you're a 500-pound bencher, your goal now, next next session, is take 225 in the shirt and progress up from there. All right, I want you to ditch all your raw warm-ups that you normally do. This is next session for all of you listening, sure to benchers out there. Next session you do, I want you to ditch your raw warm-ups completely after a plate, pretty much. And I want you to get your shirt on. And I want you to progress up the rest of the way to your working set with your shirt, just floating reps where you can go. And I want you to do reps with the sets too. I want you to do two to three reps. I want you to do you know, even three to five reps if you're out from a meet. Because I want you to get this practice in. Then I want you to add back down sets to what you're working up to. So if you have a board target for the day, say you're going for a one rep max on a one board or something, what I've been doing a lot with my athletes is doing back down sets in which they have the opportunity to then go from where they peaked out in weight, drop back down, and float weight. All right, get that practice in. Get more volume in with the shirt. Very, very valuable. So if you're listening in and the concept of floating weight is something that's new to you, this is going to completely unlock more strength potential. This is going to change the game for what you're doing in the shirt. Okay, 
this podcast, if you got value out of this today, guys, which I hope you did, this was a fire podcast. I'm amped up because I know how much this is going to help out. If this helped you out, I need you to share this with a friend. I need you to post this on your social. I need you to share this with your training partners. All right. This is valuable information. Anyone listening. All right. I, I really appreciative if you can share this out because this will help impact more athletes. So thanks so much for listening in, guys. Again, that's your homework going into your next session. Ditch raw warm-ups and just work in the shirt the entire time. And I guarantee you have one of the best sessions that you've had in a long time. All right, so everyone, I appreciate your time today. I appreciate you listening in. This is the BenchCast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. Thank you all, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you're ready to transform your strength, transform your life, and join a team who has your back, follow at Big Benches on Instagram and DM me the words, I'm in, and we'll get you started today. See you guys in the next episode.